Kevin, you have also this week been considering some of the world's great issues. Yeah, Jack, I was born just five years after the end of World War II. As a kid, I remember recurring dreams about the skies being filled with bomber aircraft. I still remember those images clearly. The planes didn't move, but the whole sky was darkened by them. Hundreds of bombers. As a kid, I never understood why people went to war, why one country wanted another country's land. I had a simple answer to all this. Why not divide up all the habitable land on the planet by the number of people living on it and give everyone their share? The answer seemed obvious. Thinking back on that simplistic fairness, coming from the mind of a 10-year-old almost makes me weak, really. Of course, it'll never happen. But it never occurred to me till this week to do the rough sums on that proposition. If we divided the amount of habitable land on this planet by the number of people on it, how much land would we each get? Some interesting figures emerged. I must say, I hadn't realised that 71% of the surface of the Earth is ocean. I knew there was a lot of water, but not that much. Only 29% is land. Still, there's 5.77 billion acres of habitable land on this planet. New Zealand has 44 million acres of that. I was bracing myself to tell you something like, if everyone on the planet shared the land evenly, New Zealand's population would have to squeeze into an area the size of Stewart Island. But that's not the case. According to my calculations, there's currently enough habitable land on this planet for everyone on it to have about two acres or just under a hectare each. Having said that, we'd need a fair chunk of that land to grow food on. If all of us shared our planet equally, and if my maths are correct, New Zealand would have to support a population of about 22 million. What these figures tell us, if I've got it right, is that New Zealanders, by a fluke of where we're born, enjoy about five to six times more habitable land than my childhood theory says we should have. As an adult, Jack, I sometimes wonder how long we'll get away with that. Mm. Yeah, it's very interesting, Kevin. So, so I w- I'm just going to dig into the methodology a bit more here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So, so when you consider all the land, is it all all the land or is it all of the habitable land? Only habitable land. Right. So we're taking the Sahara Desert out of there. Yeah, we're taking any anything out of there. Uh, largely, of course, it's the water we're removing from it. Right. Uh, but um, so, wait, but, is Antarctica uh, habitable? Uh, no. Right, okay. Um, uh, um, no, the, the Himalayas, I, well, the Andes? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 haven't, I, I, don't, I haven't done those sums specifically. Mm. I've just gone and found out how much habitable land there is on the globe. I see, I and see. That, that, yeah. that from as reliable sources as I could find. Yeah, yeah. And then when it came to New Zealand, I uh, checked out how much of the habitable land... I mean, I can give you the figures actually on the difference between the land area and the whole habitable land. But I think in New Zealand, for example, uh, oh, no, I won't go into the <laughs> No, is, um, it was my own fault. It is, no, it's, it is. It's, 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 it's interesting. I suppose um, there is a, you know, the, the likelihood is, too, that we're going to have less habitable land. 
yes. Yeah, aren't yeah. we? Oh, I suppose unless, you know, the whole of the Antarctic ice shelf melts and then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we where might, might the oceans might be a little greater, but we might have a bit more space there. Where yeah. my figures are challenged a bit is the, the amount of land that we use for agriculture and horticulture. It's a huge amount, a huge amount. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Um, and do we need all that? Well, I don't know. So I've left, I've, um, I've left that there, but I've, I've made the point uh, that we do need a fair bit of the land that I'm, I'm suggesting is habitable land actually to grow stuff. To, to, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, that's, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think roughly my figures will make the point. If, I mean, there may be people, listeners who, uh, listeners who can uh, give me a, more, a, a better mathematicians. But um, no. I think it roughly gives us a sense. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have thought, would you, Jack, that every person on the globe has around about two acres each? To no, live no, it is. It is. It's, a, it's quite a lot of land. It's quite a lot yeah. of land. I, I was, I was guessing a quarter acre section. <laughs> yeah. In, my, in the back of my head, I thought you were going to say, <laughs> "Oh, we got the quarter acre dream for everyone." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. When you see images of India, etc., you think, well, maybe it's going to be a bit tighter than that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, that's the problem, I suppose. You have incredible density for some populations and then plenty of space in others. I think um, one thing we can all agree on is that we're probably in a good part of the world when it comes to that.